0: I wanna start our time together today by asking a question. Did you ever expect to be in a situation like we're in right now? There are probably a few preppers among us who are feeling fairly confident in their readiness plans, but I think it's safe to say that most of us had no idea we would ever live in a time when the brakes would be slammed on so many normal rhythms of life. And the media are using words like unprecedented and overwhelming and disastrous. And my hunch is the longer this goes, the more we may be prone to feel some of the emotions associated with such descriptors. You know, we can certainly wring our hands and worry ourselves into a frenzied state or we can focus on other outcomes that are far more beneficial for all within our circles of influence. One focus I want us to consider relates to the lessons that we're learning as individuals and communities. Here are a few that I've thought of this week. First, it's a good idea to learn how to cook. Second, instead of sitting on a couch and watching athletes who are in shape, get up off the couch and get in shape. And hearing a familiar voice or seeing a familiar face are incredible blessings that we often take for granted. And I've picked up on a lot of lessons in my lifetime. Many of those I had to learn the hard way. But there's one lesson that I'm most grateful for learning. And that is that when the unexpected happens, we often become more attuned to the many ways that God is already reaching out to us. I've heard it said that when trouble strikes, God shows up. Well, the truth is God never left. Many times we've been so focused on pouring countless energies into fixing it ourselves that we often forget that the most obvious answer is right before us. Now I'll say this, even though God is always there, it never ceases to amaze me at how creative he can be in getting our attention. So, I want us to take a look at a passage today that reveals the kind of creativity I'm talking about as God, in Jesus Christ, reveals His power to a man who finds himself in a storm that He thought was going to overwhelm him. Our text today is Matthew 14, verses 22 through 36. Let's open our hearts and our minds as we open our Bibles. Walking on the lake. And when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said. And they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Okay, so I want to pause for just a second and revisit a few things that the text reveals to us so far. Jesus put his disciples into a boat and he asked them to row to the other side. Now, from the region of Bethsaida to Gennesaret, it's, it's only about five miles or so. And the trip by boat would have kept the coastline in view. However, the wind is fierce. It's creating conditions that blow them out to sea. And so here's what happens as a result of this storm. These guys row all night. No matter how hard they try, no matter how, how hard or how long they row, they're not going anywhere. Have you ever been in a storm like that? Do you feel like you're in a storm like that right now? I want you to notice something. They're not the only ones straining at the oars. While they're rowing all night, Jesus is praying all night. And you know that's never stopped, right? Paul writes in Romans chapter 8, beginning at verse 26, In the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Okay, back to our story. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. And then Peter got down out of the boat and he walked on the water and came toward Jesus. In our weakness, we have a constant help. And Peter now finds himself in a situation where he is going to experience help in a very literal way. But when Peter saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. There are many things in scripture we don't know for sure, but there's one thing in this story that's for certain. Peter never imagined that he would be in a situation like this. Words like unprecedented and overwhelming and disastrous might have been running through his mind. Do those words sound familiar? But I want you to notice what Jesus does. This Jesus who has just come to them in a way that no one could have expected. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. And I want you to notice, by the way, a very intriguing irony here. Jesus just caught a fisherman. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And there are lots of powerful lessons that we could gain from this text. But there are at least two that I want us to focus on when we think about how we respond in the unprecedented storms of life. First, don't look at the storm. Look for Jesus in the storm. And second, even as the winds roar, keep your eyes on Jesus. You know, the story doesn't end here. The text tells us that when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down and those who were in the boat worshipped him saying, truly, you are the son of God. And they, they cross over and land at Gennesaret and they've got to be exhausted at this point, right? I mean, they've been rowing all night long. But notice what happens next. One storm kind of dies down and another one begins. It's a different kind of storm, but, but still it's going to take a lot of energy on the, on the part of Jesus and the disciples. The text tells us, when the men of that place recognized Jesus, they sent word to all the surrounding country. And people brought all their sick to him and begged him to let the sick just touch the edge of his cloak. And all who touched it were healed. You know, as we move through life, there are going to be many days when the sun shines brightly, literally and metaphorically. And on those days, all will be well. But nature has a rhythm from which we are not immune. Seasons of joy are going to be interrupted by days of sadness. Thunder and lightning will disturb calm skies. And yes, pandemics will suspend daily rituals and habits. But I want to share with you something that I read this past week in a book written by Mark Batterson called Whisper. And he, he makes the following observation. May I offer a reminder? Faith isn't flying above the storm. It's weathering the storm. It's trusting God's heart even when we can't see his hand. It's understanding that sometimes... The obstacle is the way. If you want to know where God will use you, you need to look no further than your pain. We help others in the places where we've been hurt. Our trials become our platforms and our weakness is actually our strength because that's where God's power is made perfect. I'll leave you with a couple of thoughts as we wrap up our time together today. First, the storms of life are going to come we're in a pretty big one right now. I encourage you, look for God in the storm. Realize, however, that he may show up in very unexpected ways. But remember, he always shows up. Actually, as we said earlier, he's already there. This past week, I saw a, a phrase. I thought this was just quite intriguing that the word emerge is at the heart of the word emergency. Here's what we mean by that. When times seem most difficult, when situations seem to be spiraling out of control, God, his grace, his mercy, his love, his power, his might, all of that emerges even in these seasons when the storms are all about us. God made a promise to his people many, many years ago through the prophet Jeremiah when the people of God were in a pretty difficult place. The text says in Jeremiah 33, verses 10 through 11, in the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem that are deserted, inhabited by neither people nor animals, there will be heard once more the sounds of joy and gladness. And eventually we'll hear those sounds in our streets again as well. Let's close our time together with a word of prayer. Father God, thank you for the blessing of the day. Thank you for this time to be in your word. Lord, we know that the storms of life will come and sometimes those storms are unprecedented, much like the one we find ourselves in right now. Father, I pray not only for our church, but for all of those who are within our circles of influence, our family, our friends, our coworkers, many people, Father, who are crying out to you right now for answers. Lord, we would pray that through the power of your Holy Spirit, you would bless them, that you would encourage them, that you would give them hope. We love you, Lord, and we pray all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Have a great week. We'll look forward to seeing you soon.